everybody. Welcome to another episode of Studio Insights with myself, Kim, Hannah, and Victoria. We're the team at Belvista Studios, but we'd like to introduce you, first of all, to a new team member. Who have we got, Hannah? It's oh. Mabili! <laughs> so Mabili is the newest team member of Belvista Studios. She started, I think, was it yesterday was her first? No, two days ago was her first day. And the first thing that she learned about was action mapping. So she loves action mapping. There's a lot more to learn, but she just, I think being an instructional designer is her destiny and she's just so excited about it. How did she feel when Kathy Moore wrote out to her? Responded oh my gosh. How did you feel Yeah, she loved it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear her. I think the microphone cut out, but she said it's like, it was the best thing that's ever happened to her. She couldn't even sleep that night. She was just so excited. She loves Kathy more. Like Kathy is like her favorite person in the industry. So she's just going to keep learning action mapping and get better and better. Look at her. She's like, stop speaking on my behalf. <laughs> I have a voice. <laughs> You're telling lies. Actually, Kim Tui is my favorite person in the industry. <laughs> oh, look, she responded so positively. <laughs> She loves the community and she's so excited to meet all of you and add value to your lives. Oh, she's pretty cute. <laughs> Welcome to the team, Billy. Your performance and probation will be in three months' time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Studio Insights is basically our kind of opportunity to compartmentalize some of our development calls that we have as a team. And it's an opportunity to learn from each other about different things that we're working on or something that we appreciate that the other person does. And this is our time where we get to learn about that. So, uh, Victoria, you can go first with your question today. Right. My question this week is for Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my question is about like remembering things. So, We've been working on some graphic design stuff recently, but I've also noticed it in other like aspects of your work. Um, so things like quality assurance, um, writing your blogs, even and like writing titles and all that kind of thing. I feel like there's a lot of key points that we always want to try and remember when we are designing something or writing something or whatever it is. Um, and I think you're really good at remembering it all, whereas I, like, we'll learn it initially. Um, but then when it comes to actually doing the tasks, sometimes I don't remember everything I need to, um, whereas I feel like you can kind of list things off the top of your head. So I just kind of want to get an idea of how you basically remember everything. Like what's your process for getting it to really stick with you? Um, oh, so I don't remember everything. <laughs> Kim will know that. There's lots of things that I do forget. <laughs> My kid is like, we've spoken about this. So I do find it hard. Like I fully understand where you're coming from. It is really hard to remember everything. Um, but I think the things that I do remember, I have like a Milanote. Uh, so Milanotes, it's like a program you can use where you have like cards and you can record text or images. And every time I learn something new, I record it in that Milanote. So for me, I remember even at uni, like writing things down or like typing it up, that helped me retain the information. So I don't know if that would work for you because it's different for everyone. But for me, it's like writing it down. And then also, and I think this aligns with learning solutions as well talking about it and embedding it with others so every catch-up that I have with Kim which is once a week I go through everything that I've learned and 
try to teach her what I've learned. And I think teaching others is a really good way to retain information. So yeah, I guess it would be writing it down, recording it and speaking about it to others. So even when I speak to you about things like that's helping me remember things, it could have been something I learned the day before, but through talking to you about it and applying it to something, it helps me remember it more, but it, it is hard to remember things. Yeah, it's probably my process, I think. I think one thing I've <laughs> noticed is as well that the need to experience mm. it as well. Do you want to talk to that? So if you think about the formal kind of writing it down, you've had the exposure, then you try to like, you teach us what you're learning so that we're all kind of upskilling on the different things that we're interested in. Um, and then, yeah, experiencing it because it's a different thing to apply it. So yeah, I'd love to get your perspective and extend on that. Yeah, I think so for me, sometimes I can learn something, but if I don't experience it working or know how it would play out in the real world, it's a lot harder for me to continue through with it. So an example is for the graphic design skills that I have remembered and that I do, like I was talking to you about yesterday, they're the things that I've actually applied to post and I've seen the process. So I've applied it and then seen that the post looks nicer than other posts I've done. So it's almost like it increases my motivation to have like hold on to that information because I can see that it works. Whereas with other things, I don't know. It's not like I don't want to learn it. Like I really do want to, but if I can't see the value and I haven't experienced it being a good thing for me and how I work, even if like, cause Kim might be like, it's amazing. Do it like this. I'm telling you, like I've done this for years and it's the best way to do it. Even though I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Often it's like hard for me to remember because I don't, didn't have that emotional attachment to it where I've done it and experienced how good it was. And maybe I've like tried it a few times and I haven't got the same result as Kim. So then I don't know if it's like, yeah, unconsciously I don't remember it because I'm like, it's not adding value to my life because I've tried it and it hasn't worked or I haven't seen it play out in a way that works for me. So yeah, it is really interesting. We've spoken about it before, Kim, like the emotional part of learning and people, the learners getting that emotional attachment and understanding how the learning can actually add value to their lives. Because people can tell you to do something, but if you don't see how it's actually going to add value to you, like even if you really want to do it, you probably won't. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, it's interesting. And I don't, we're still sort of figuring out how to experience it. Cause I know Kim and I have those discussions where I'll try to experience, but I won't quite get there. And Kim's like, Oh, well it did play out. And I'm like, I don't really see it as playing out. Like it's not, I didn't see it adding as much value as what it does to you. And I don't know how to get that. Even though, yeah, Kim will say, no, it did play out though, but I don't feel it or so yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if you get that as well, Vic, like there's certain things that you know help you do your job better and therefore you remember it, whereas other things you're like, I don't really know if it would make it easier. You've just been told to do it. Yeah, I don't know. It does make sense what you're saying. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think how I like experience that. <laughs> I just don't remember anything. <laughs> um, They're both very good learners. They just have high standards of themselves. <laughs> but you're hearing this self-doubt at the moment. <laughs> no, but I do just know I hear a lot, like we've spoken about this before and I'm like, I like as soon as someone says it or even hints at it straight away, I'm like, oh, I forgot this or I forgot this. Like, yeah, I don't know. Because for me, that's like, I do care about it, but I just like can't seem to quite. I'll step in and share my perspective on that is that 
you both are learning so much and so much at once. Mm -hmm. So it is natural for the things that you're learning to fall through the sieve and not be able to retain and apply everything. Like the amount of learning we do from the conversations that we have daily to the blogs that we're writing, to the tasks that we're doing, um, every, like everything we do is learning. I know you have like formal learning time um, each week, but like every interaction we have, we're creating it as a learning experience. So I think that you're actually bombarded with learning and your brain just cannot possibly hold on to every single thing that's what we know about the working memory and like long-term memory. So things are going to drop off and like, I would say, yeah, that's just natural. And I wouldn't say that it's like, I can't, you guys can't remember the stuff, but there has to be a natural drop off because you guys are very curious and you are put like, I would say you're learning and you're learning at a rapid speed because every time you produce work or you take on a task, the quality improves every time. And I can see that conversations that we've had um, have been applied. And I think that's the most effective thing of learning is that I'm seeing a change in behavior, which is what we try to create for the learning solutions. And I recognize that there is a natural, you're going to forget about some of the things because there is so much, because we're trying to improve graphic design, instructional design, e-learning development, communication, who we are as a human being, like all of these different compartments of our lives, we're trying to enhance all at once. And we're not just focusing on one little thing at a time. Um, so I'd, yeah, be okay with that. And the reason is, I guess the language around, we've spoken about this before, is that at some point, this is our repetition. Remember, we've spoken about this before. And what that triggers for you is, okay, yeah, that was in my catch up or that was in that conversation that we've done before. Or I remember now where my notes are on that particular thing. And then you go and seek them. So it's more about that embedding and that repetition opportunity playing out there. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good now. <laughs> <laughs> like you do want to learn everything. And I think sometimes for me, it does drop off the radar and I'm like, Oh, I'm like you, Victoria. I'm like, why? Like I really did want to do that and I haven't, but I think, yeah, what you're saying makes sense. Kim, there's only a certain amount of things that our brains can hold onto at once. And if it's focusing on one thing, other things might fall through the cracks. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting because it makes me think about designing learning. Like how much information are we giving to people? And how much do they actually retain from the solution that they complete? Because we expect, like we give them this solution and they're going to understand everything that we put into the solution at the end. But even through us and our own experiences, we don't remember, like we probably remember like 10% of what we've learned in the week and apply it. And there's other stuff going on, but it's not till it's brought up or mentioned that it comes front of mind and we start using it. Yeah. And I think that is, a really beautiful thing to empathize with the learners and people mm. watching at home is to become a learner and learn something very different and see how you go and what your progress is like and what you forget and what you fail at and what you exceed at and what works and what you take on and what you put into action. Why, 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 why all of these things. And by being a learner yourself, like we're just talking about now, we can create better learning solutions.
Love it. Mm. Satisfied Thanks. that your question is answered, Vic? <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, Hannah, you can go next. Okay, so my question is for Kim, and it's a question that Kim asked both Victoria and I <laughs> last Studio Insights, and I don't think we gave her the answer that she expected. Um, so it would be really great because I think Kim will probably give a really valuable answer to all of you. I don't know if Victoria and I quite hit the mark. Um, which product on the Creator Hub would be best suited to intermediate instructional designers? What's your advice, Kim? And we'll put it in the description so they can grab onto that. Um, I think it depends on their goal. But intermediate, I will probably reinforce what Victoria said. So it's not that you didn't give me the answer that I was looking for. Hannah, I Well, was... I didn't give you the answer you were looking for. Um, so the question was, what's that? I thought you were saying both of us didn't. No, it, I was curious to see what your answers were. Um, the question was, what product on there is best for intermediate? And you said the storyboard template. And for me, where I think of an intermediate designer, I'm like, they would already be storyboarding or know that and have that down pat. And they're looking to go from, I'm competent in my skills and now I want to get to advanced. So how do I close that gap? Um, so for me, I'd probably say the scenario questions writing guide is the thing to check out. It's free um, and it helps you basically write better scenarios that are real world and how do you get real world application like stories from users, which is applying human centered design, but it basically helps you create content that is need to know and meets the needs of the context for which you are designing for, and then how to write effective feedback, which focuses on um, the like, this is why the decision you made is appropriate or not appropriate. And here's a stretch assignment for you to take your skills to the next level, such as go check out this TED talk or go check out um, this uh, like blog to further your learning and embed it even more. And then even creating opportunities for reflection within that feedback. So yeah, the writing scenarios guides under, I think it's under the freebies category. I'd go check that out. Awesome. Sorry. And there's a YouTube video on that as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Nice work, Vic. Nailed it. And that's good that I know now. Thanks, Kim. There's no right or wrong. It was just a difference of um, opinion. And that's probably actually because I had an expectation that that wouldn't be that the only one thing that I'd say don't say or that I didn't believe was appropriate for that audience. You said that, but that's just my own belief system anyway. So that was my reaction playing out. All right. Satisfied? Satisfied. Thank you. All right. My question is for both of you. Ha ha ha. Um, I'd like you to reflect on feedback that you have received and if you could give one tip to that person to improve the way that they communicated the feedback what would that tip be if they could just focus on one thing to improve in how they communicate their feedback to you what would they do 
what would you suggest actions I think for me it's being like clear and specific so like and I know we can't like we can't control what comes from our client but sometimes the feedback I get and it's good for everyone to know so that what feedback they give to others is like implemented how you imagine it but I think sometimes when we get feedback that's ambiguous I don't I struggle to implement it and I think it would save a lot of time if when you're communicating feedback, you're really clear and specific around what your expectations are um, and what your thoughts are. An example of what that might look like, like if you were to set the expectation of the feedback, if it was like a framework almost, are you able to speak to that? Um, I think it would be like if there's a problem with something or you want something changed, like I see this problem, this is the reason why and this is what I recommend. Mm, I like that. Yeah. And they don't have to give the solution, but even if they can say like, this is a problem, um, this is why it's a problem. Can you please solve this? So at least we know what we're working with, where I think sometimes it might be like asking a question against something and you're like, is that question for me to answer or is that for someone else to answer? And are you asking that question because you don't want that in there or you want more about that in there? Like it can be, really hard to and it, I think it takes time like you can spend a lot of time trying to understand what someone's communicating if it's not clear so yeah, yeah I guess that would be for me clear and specific communication cool well I guess I'd probably just on that last one where you said recommend maybe change that to like more specific again and say recommend an action to take so that you have clear direction on um, I'm just thinking of like on a simplest form, if it was like, this doesn't make sense, but you, like if we've done the task, for example, if I've written a storyboard, for example, um, or a tip sheet or something, they're like, this doesn't make sense. I've written it thinking that it makes sense. So therefore the person needs to help me understand why it doesn't make sense. So give the example, which is what you've said, and to make to give an action to help improve that. So it might be the sentence is too long. Um, so, you know, you could use the Hemingway app to write more clearly and grammatically correct. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Clear and concise feedback. Vic? Um, I'm struggling to think of what to add to that because I think it is very similar for me as well. Um, like I find the feedback that you give really valuable and it, I think it does follow that framework. Um, like you'll always let us know like what the problem is, why we should maybe do it a different way um, and like what that different way would look like. Whereas, yeah, I think a lot of the comments, well, not a lot of, but some of the comments we might receive back from clients, it kind of just identifies a problem. It doesn't offer anything else. Um, and that can make it tricky because like everyone's got different ideas of things and they might, for example, say this sentence is too long and I might think of shortening it a different way to how they want it shortened. Yeah, I think just having like a bit more information from people always helps, like not just identifying a problem and that's it. Because yeah. um, people interpret it. So yeah, I guess always offering a, some kind of solution as well or if it is like um, 
if they imagined a screen a different way or something, like show us an example of what you had yeah. in mind. It's hard. Like there's so many possibilities for what it could be and it can be really yeah. hard. For, like we've got our own ideas, obviously, but they're not always going to meet up with what their vision is. So yeah, just kind of providing as much information as possible to help the other person see Mm. or I think yeah I like that so clear expectation of the desired result Mm. yeah especially if it is like quite say if we've designed something and then they've looked at it and it's maybe nothing like what they were picturing um (laughs) yeah if it's nothing like what they've imagined it's kind of hard for us to then just make a connection from them saying this is like because sometimes we do get comments like this isn't what I pictured or I thought it would be different or something like that so yeah just getting clarification on like how or what about it Mm. is out of the million things that we could have created like what do you have in mind because we want to make like we want to achieve the goal for them as well so Mm. just like get us all on the same page I guess um is useful (laughs) for feedback yeah so I guess we're not mind readers um it's important to give an example um, and set that benchmark. Cause if you, you know, if someone says make it more interactive and you're like, well, it's like, I just, I'm very simple example. It's a click and reveal, like what more interactivity do you want? Mm. So, and the, and the, like you said, the possibilities are so many. So what specifically does interactivity look like to you? Show me an example. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so clear and concise feedback and demonstrate the end result, that expectation of what you want. Cool. Thank you. All right. Does anyone want to have anything else? Are we done? I think that's it for me. All good. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, team. Um, And thank you, viewers at home for watching. If you like this video, uh, you should share it with someone else that's going to add value to. Um, Think about something that you want to implement into your own uh, practice. Check out the description for more value that we bring to you from us at Bell Vista Studios. Have an awesome day.